Uh, he, he, you know, he played through, I guess he played through pain most of the last year. And of course, got the Tommy John surgery over the, uh, over this, uh, after the summer and uh, whenever it was in the fall. Uh, but uh, good, you know, I, I think there is some good news on him that he may return sooner than expected. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you first tweeted, talking about Hoskins, you tweeted, it looks like Hoskins has played his last game for the Phillies. And I thought, why'd they trade that son of a bitch? <laughs> Welcome to the Political Party Pooper Playbook. And if you thought all we did was sit around thinking up ways to poop on empty suit politicians, well, you'd be half right. Okay, hey everybody, welcome to the P4B. Uh, We got a great show lined up tonight. On drums, we have Ron Corey. Uh, He's a... I've been waiting to get Ron back since our first interview. It was great. Last time we chatted, Matt, was right before the Super Bowl. And, well, we were. I was talking about how good the Eagles were and they were the best yeah. team. And that, that day, they weren't the best team, unfortunately. God's wrath will be visited upon the earth for that holding call. <laughs> that was well, horrible. The fumble, the, uh, uh, we couldn't stop anybody. And then the holding call. That was pretty much the game. Yeah. So how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. 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 Just came off a really cool weekend. Ah. My granddaughter was in a school play uh, up there in Delco, Our Lady of Perpetual Aggravation or whatever that is. Uh, they did uh, Frozen. Oh, nice. She was really, really good. As a matter of fact, as we speak, pictures of her will magically appear on the screen. Very good. Now, was she uh, a main character or one of the uh, snowflakes or whatever? What was she? I forget the name of it. It was like a wood, a magical wood nymph of some kind. I forget okay. what they called them. Cute. Um, and my sons, Phil and Kenny, were in a half marathon. They did the love, the Philly love run. Very good. I can't. I can't fathom that. I mean, I, I can't run a, a mile without being winded. I know these folks are doing whatever, thirteen or twenty six or whatever it is. Thirteen, I guess, in your case. I am walking my ass off, and every once in a while, I think I could do one of those races with the boys, you know. And I'll run for about a hundred yards, and then I won't do it again for a month. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, that's a process. You time. have to you have to build yourself up uh, over a number of weeks or months and able to do that. So I don't have the. Yeah. I don't have the stick to itiveness to do that, but anyway. Yeah. Now, I want you to know, dude, you're cutting into my cocktail hour. So, <laughs> well, so say whatever I, the hell it is you have to say. I just gotta have a regular cup of coffee here, so that's <laughs> about it for me. I have, I have my water. <laughs> it, if I get drunk before a podcast, the results could be disastrous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ron is here for a very special reason. Um, this will drop as the Phillies home opener. As we speak, we haven't started the actual regular season yet. But I figure we're going to sweep Texas and New York by the time this drops. So that's not think, even an issue. I think the Yankees game, and I can't recall which day, one of them is a national TV game. I think it's this uh, Sunday evening, I believe. I, I don't don't uh, quote me, but I think it's uh, that's the national game. Yeah, they start... Uh, Start Thursday afternoon at uh, at four. Uh, we're we're broadcasting this one on uh, Tuesday. I actually watched them today from 
I had the um, the feed uh, feed from Toronto. Well, not from Toronto. They were playing in Dunedin, Florida. One of the last uh, uh, preseason games, and actually the last game. Today's game was basically the starting lineup with a couple couple maybe uh, exceptions, but today was the starting lineup. They won today. Uh, I believe it was five to two the final score, and uh, they will play tomorrow in Clearwater. But uh, tomorrow's mostly scrubs because uh, half the half the uh, team is actually hoofing it on the way to Philadelphia tonight and tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. or uh, to, uh, I'm sorry, to uh, wherever they go, where are they, where are they open? You just said. What's that? What's that? Where are they opening Thursday? The yeah, I way. think it's Thursday. Yeah. 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 And uh, they'll be opening at home on the 6th. Okay. So hopefully uh, not everything we say will be outdated by that time. We'll no, I, don't see. Think so. I think so. They actually looked uh, looked good today. They had, they wound up the uh, preseason. I believe it was uh, an even 15 and 15, if I'm not mistaken. Now, the preseason, you know, you, you don't know how that I don't, I don't place much uh, faith in those games. They're trying things out. Half the time the scrubs are or the, the minor leaguers are in. So, you know, 15 and 15 is maybe where they should be. The big uh, the big issue or the big thing this uh, this uh, uh, preseason was the World Baseball Classic. I don't know if you got to watch any of that, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Trey Turner was really, unfortunately, would have been the VPP, uh, uh, MVP of the whole uh, baseball classic had not the Japanese won the won the final game. So, mm-hmm. but uh, a great showing by the um, by the Phils. In fact, the Phillies kept kept them in in the tournament basically uh, uh, between Real Muto and Turner and uh, and uh, Schwarber, uh, probably the the stars of the of the game. So they they made their way all the way to the final and lost. Um, in a, a fabulous game to Jap- uh, to Japan, and the final out was uh, Otani versus Trout. Very ironic. Both uh, both Angels and Otani uh, Otani threw a ball that I don't think anybody. I don't think Babe Ruth could have hit. It was unbelievable uh, curveball to finish the game against his uh, his uh, teammate in uh, in uh, L.A. Uh, Mike Trout. So it was fa- it was a just a fabulous series and a great last game. Let me uh, let me ask you two questions about that with Schwarber. Um, how does his performance there, as opposed to preseason, or ten uh, for the regular season? It, it, comparable. Uh, Tur- Turner was great the whole preseason. I mean, he uh, he hit a home run today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am look, really looking forward to watching him play. Uh, Schwarber and Ramioto, both great. Uh, I think the the world. I think in Schwarber's case, the classic really uh, had him uh, kind of had him uh, a little bit more interested than maybe he was in the preseason. And that's not it's not a it's not a knock. I think you know uh, they were playing, they were playing for their country, just as uh, as all the other players were. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Turner was the highlight uh, highlight not only of the um, uh, the American team but of the the series as a whole, uh, except for Otani who who won the last game, of course. Okay. Now I heard, I, like I said, I didn't catch the classic, unfortunately, but the Jap- the Japanese team said they were fielding the best pitcher in the world. Yes, uh, this is a kid, and uh, um, well, I mean, Otani, he's either one or two, of course. But uh, and uh, the the other Japanese uh, pitcher's name escapes me right now. But uh, yeah, they I mean, they are touting him as as the best, and he looked uh, he looked pretty darn good as as Otani did. Otani is kind of this, I would say, this uh, generation's Babe Ruth. Uh, he can pitch, and he can hit, and he he can do it. He can do it all. He's fast. He does everything now. It's a, it's really a shame because they have Trout, 
over in LA with the Angels. They have Trout, they have Itani, and they've never won anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch them all the time. I don't know if it's the pitching that lets them down or whatever. But uh, And the, the only thing about the World Baseball Classic, we had our best players there. We did not have our best pitchers there. That, right. may, that, that may have made a difference. I think the pitchers are, in, in some cases, afraid to turn it all on early on in the in the spring in a, in a classic such as that. So they stayed back. For the most part, they stayed back uh, in uh, either Florida or Arizona. So Japan had their best. We, and that's not an excuse because Japan has a hell of a, hell of a team. Uh, we did not have all of our best pitchers there. And maybe that would have made a difference in the last game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, I mean, it was interesting to hear that uh, Japan is creating these these uh, incredible pitchers, but that's just an interesting story. If you're not getting on base, you can have all the best defense and best pitching in the yep. world, but if you're yep. not getting on base, it doesn't matter. Well, I think that last, especially it came through in that last game with, with Otani pitching. Uh, you know, we had some some trouble with the bats, and you know, it's that's a one game series. I mean, it's not like you're playing. Uh, playing. I, I think in uh, with the better. With the if with all of our pitchers, I think the United States win wins in a series. Mm-hmm. But they're down to one one game there. We uh, they didn't have our best pitchers up, and that's just that's the way way it goes. There's some talk about every. Uh, I think the next one is scheduled for 2026. There's some talk of having a series after the regular season. Now the problem there is everybody's tired. Yeah, Either yeah. Preseason the pitchers aren't ready. Postseason everybody's tired. So I don't know if there really is a good time, but uh, but it turned out to be a great uh, a great classic and a great last game. Yeah, and it'd probably be way too difficult to separate it heavily from the season and have it in a warm area. Right. You know, nobody's nobody's in the groove at that point. That's right. That's I right. think I think preseason at the end of preseason is is probably the perfect time for that event. Right. But then we, you know, uh, with the big bucks that some of these guys are making, they, they're afraid to blow their arms out in a, in a classic, so to speak. They'd rather take it a little bit easier in the preseason and then ramp up for the regular season, then go out and play for their country uh, and, and try to throw it 100 percent before their arms are really stretched out. So yeah. I think that's that's the only issue with the with the pitching. It's a little different with the bats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's turn our attention to God's team. Uh- <laughs> Uh, I saw a short injuries list today. Mm-hmm. And it's I know we short. have. It's not short. You're talking about the Phillies? Not, no, it's not no, short. Well, I, just, I just read a few of them. I read the details on just a couple. <laughs> but uh, we have some doozies, you know, in, in the lineup that are knocked out. Yeah. Unfortunately, last uh, just within the last week, uh, Reese Hoskins uh, tore his ACL. Uh, he's out for the year. That's a big blow. Uh, it's a big blow to the team and it's a big blow to him. What a shame. Uh, whether you love the guy or hate the guy, uh, and nobody, I shouldn't say use the word hate, whether you love the guy or dislike the way he plays on first base. And he is somewhat of a butcher on first base. Uh, they're going to miss his, uh, what, uh, 30 home runs. That's for sure. And this was his contract year. I don't think he would have played for the Phillies next year. Uh, they tried. They tried to trade him. I think they tried to trade him in the offseason. It didn't happen. But he was playing his uh, his last uh, last year, and it was a, a money year for him. I, I mean, I'm sure he wanted to do the best he can. Whether he got re-signed with the Phillies on a one year deal at the end of the year or elsewhere, 
he's out for the year. And I, I don't know. I mean, the ACL, you would, you, he's usually a nine, nine month to a year process. How old is he? How old is Hoskins? Uh, 29, 30-ish, I'm thinking. Oh, right man. So I was saying, yeah, my mom, uh, Philly freak, you know, she loves her Phillies. And she said uh, about Hoskins that this might be, you know, they may not pick him up again after his injury. No, if I had to take a guess, I'm thinking this is his last year with the Phillies. Uh, you know, as long as his uh, his knees back in order again, I think he'll probably DH in the American League uh, beyond this year. Just a guess. I mean, they, the Phillies might bring him back on a one year deal. I I think that's doubtful, but I guess it's possible. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he gets healthy. So who else yeah. we got? Um, well, uh, he's uh, he was the biggest blow. We also have uh, Ranger Suarez. So here here we go. He was at the World Baseball Classic and kind of tweaked. He's a pitcher. Tweaked his uh, elbow a little bit. I don't think it's anything major, but uh, he's going to miss his the first one or two starts of the year. So that kind of pushes the whole uh, pitching order uh, uh, a little world. Messes up the plan, thing. yeah. Yeah, messes up the plan a little bit. Andrew Painter, who I think we talked about uh, uh, briefly, uh, Matt, when we were talking about the uh, Eagles. He's the the budding superstar of the Phillies pitchers. He messed his uh, his arm up. They brought they uh, took him down. Now the kids only. He's 19 years old, so uh, maybe a blessing in disguise. I think what happened was, in his case, he came out in his first preseason game, was throwing 100 miles an hour, probably trying to impress everybody, and messes his arm up. Luckily, uh, uh, at this point, surgery is not necessary. Hopefully it won't be, and it's just going to ramp him up over the next maybe month or so. So he's out, and I, I don't think um, I, I don't think he's going to be a starter at this point either. I think it's probably better that they maybe – Keep him on the shelf, or or leave him as a as a reliever rather than put him in the in the uh, in the five man rotation at this point. Mainly because he's young, and uh, he might try to do the same thing again. It's just natural. I mean, I think that's what happened to him. Yeah. Of course, Bryce Harper, uh, he's uh, rehabbing from his Tommy John. Freaking kills on, me. <laughs> yeah, good news on him. Uh, they were talking about him not coming back until the uh, All Star break. But they did not put him on the injured uh, reserve list, which means they think he may uh, come back sooner than that. So he may be back in June sometime. Fielding or hitting or? Uh, probably just uh, DHing. Uh, and uh, I I don't want to say he won't be in the field all year, but certainly not when he comes back. Yeah. So, But at least he will be back. It's similar to last year uh, when he came back uh, and, uh, and de uh, designated it. Garrett Stubbs is our backup catcher. He was at the World Baseball Classic and uh, uh, tweaked his uh, his knee a little bit. So there you go. There's two. Uh, what was it? Two that were out simply due to the World Baseball Classic. And uh, you know, Painter of course hurt his arm, and uh, and we knew Harper was out. Maybe that's and, a good uh, reason to not do a baseball classic. Well, yeah. If, yeah. if you if you paid any attention, uh, uh, the best player for the Astros, Altuve. Uh, is out eight to 10 weeks from an injury at the World Baseball Classic. And this is a crazy thing. Didn't happen to, uh, I don't think it happened. Yes, it did happen at the Classic. Uh, uh, Diaz, the best Mets, uh, Mets reliever, is out for the year. And that, I mean, I, I shouldn't laugh. He got hurt by celebrating his team's, I guess it was Cuba's win, jumped up and down, tore his knee in a, during, during a celebration, out for the year. Oh. Oh, man, and he's the Mets' uh, best relief pitcher. So I mean, I mean when when you watch the uh, the football All Star game, 
they really don't play their asses off for that very no. reason. You know, no. who wants to get hurt right. for an exhibition? But you can't do like a world baseball competition. It can't be an exhibition. It has to be the real deal. You're playing for your country. And, you know, if you have any, uh, you know, any patriotism at all, you're going to play hard for your country. Yeah. And they all did. They all they all did. I mean, Japan was awesome. The United States was awesome. Uh, Cuba, uh, some great, great teams there. So anyway, that's and then we have uh, uh, Raphael Marchand, who's the Phillies third catcher that that uh, I don't think it's anything serious, but uh, got tweaked also. So you have the what? Uh, uh, my count six six injuries uh, you know one or two of those being serious uh, i guess mainly obviously hoskins being the most and harper yeah. although he's he should be back in june and then uh the the, uh, the freshman painter yeah. uh, uh gonna have to ramp up over the next month or two so that's so how, how long was harper out last year uh, like six weeks or eight weeks or something at least i mean uh, um yeah at, at least uh, that long so um uh, he, he, you know, he played through, I guess he played through pain most of the last year. And of course, got the Tommy John surgery over the, uh, over this, uh, after the summer and uh, whenever it was in the fall. Uh, but, uh, good, you know, I, I think there is some good news on him that he may return sooner than expected. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you first tweeted talking about Hoskins, you tweeted, it looks like Hoskins has played his last game for the Phillies. And I thought, why did they trade that son of a bitch? <laughs> Well, no, he'd been I, hurt. I was watching the game. Uh, I was watching the game, Matt. And you know those non-contact injuries when you yeah. you, you play the wrong way. As soon as I saw, I said, "This is not good. This is not good." I mean, I knew it, right? In fact, that was probably the first one on. Was he fielding? He was. He was fielding and kind of, and you know, uh, stepped the wrong way behind first base, and you could just tell. He, you know the foot. You know, and you see it in football frequently, just plant the wrong way, and yeah. he goes out. And I knew I knew who he was hurt. Now, unfortunately, when he a little bit later in the dugout, he was walking around a little bit. And I said, John, yeah. maybe it's not as bad as I thought. But in, in reading a little bit about the ACL, you can kind of walk a little bit in a straight direction, but yeah. you can't cut. I mean, your your ligaments are torn, you know, so yeah. you may be able to walk a little bit straight. That's all. And that's what I saw. I and saw you don't you don't want to walk off a torn ACL. I mean, yeah. that's the that's the bad part. When a knee goes. In a in a blue chip blue chip athlete, if they injure a knee or a hip or an elbow, don't tell them to work it off. Right, just get them right. off the field and get it X-rayed and MRI'd as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. And, and what that does is it throws the uh, the lineup into a little bit of a, a, a kilter right now because uh, you know they they're, uh, they're going to put uh, uh, Derek Hall at first base at least initially. See how he works out. Now he's had a pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty good couple of preseasons, but he's not proven. Uh, he only hits righties for the most part. So uh, they're going to have to do a little bit. The manager, uh, the, the manager is going to be managing this year, he ha- at least early in the year. He has to because yeah. uh, Hall will be there for a while. Now, what they're talking about maybe doing is moving at times, moving Boom to first base and having uh, Sosa, who everybody's pretty high on, at third base and kind of rotating Sosa between you know, in the infield, but you know, when you start moving these players around, like Boehm is just kind of, just kind of getting to learn third base and, and, you know, they're potentially moving into first. Is that the right thing? I don't know. So they're going to give, they're going to give Derek Hall a try at first and see how he does early in the year. But early on, there's going to be a lot. They're going to depend on, have to depend on uh, uh, the bullpen uh, because of the the pitching rotation. And uh, a couple of these uh, bats are going to have to start coming through. I have no doubt that Trey Turner, uh, it's a, he is 
one of the top five players of baseball. There's no doubt in my mind. So, I mean, he's going to pick up a lot of that slack. A couple people uh, are, are going to be on the uh, the list, so to speak. Boom is going to have to produce. And I think he's pretty, yeah, I think he's yeah. fine. In fact, he, if you, I don't know if you've seen him, he's gained about 10 pounds of muscle. He looks big. He looks yeah, I heard he, I heard he beefed up on the, on the yeah, off season. He did. And he, he had a good uh, preseason. I think the one that's really, uh, the fans are really going to get on if he doesn't hit is Castellanos. He had a ter- terrible year last year, and he's going to have to produce at least until uh, at least until Harper comes back, if not all year long. Yeah. Because if he his another one of his 180 slumps again, you know, there's nobody there to back him up. So yeah. uh, Who, how's Hall hitting when he came in? See, I I only get Phillies in in spurts, you right. know, and get the information spurts, but. I heard he came in and smacked like three home runs in his first three games, and everybody was saying, "This is our man," you know. They call him, they call him Long Ball Hall. So if that's yeah. any I think he can hit home runs, uh, but can you know um, Hoskins uh, hit thirty? I think it's going to have to be a uh, combination of folks to add up to that thirty home runs. He's not going to he, he's not going to hit thirty, but a combination of. Uh, you know Turner, who's hit, knocking the hell out of the ball. It's, I mean, it looks like it looks like right now he can hit 50 the way, and he's not a he's not a 50 home run hitter. But between the World Baseball Classic and the preseason, his balls are jumping. So, uh, but anyway, it's going to have to be a combination of folks to make up that 30. You know, maybe it have to be a you know a 10 and a 10 and a 10 instead of a 30 by one uh, by one player because you know in in people cut Hoskins up. And you can cut him up as being a somewhat of a butcher at first base. Hall may be a little bit better at first base. He's, he's no, he's no gold glover either, but a little bit better at first. Uh, but it's, it's tough to make up that uh, 30 home runs. I think the thing that frustrated folks about Hoskins, he was either hot or cold. There was no in between. I mean, he would be knocking the cover off the ball. Or yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and that, but that's what you get. I mean, that, you know, he, he still will wind up with 30 home runs, uh, even though they come in spurts. And and that happened even in the um, in the postseason. I mean, there were you know the popular home run with the, the back flip and the whole thing, and yet there were times where he couldn't he couldn't hit the ball either. So uh, it's just that's what you get with Hoskins. And I think people are going to be uh, he's going to be missed. I mean, and hopefully some folks can can pick up the slack there. Yeah. All right. Before we move on, you got to tell me what do you think? What do you think? The backdrop. I like it. Yeah, I got that special before Patricia came on. Okay. I figure if I'm going to have that heavy a hitter, I have to have something special going on. Right, right. So yeah. I put that together. Yeah, I, but, worked, uh, I worked for the Capitol Police for a few years, and my office was right back right back here somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> I, had a, I had a small, very small office in the Capitol for about four years. Capitol Police, what did you do for those guys? Hey, uh, human resources work. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, yes. Not not too long after uh, September 11th, uh, you know, headed up uh, one of their recruiting campaigns. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. They've gotten, a bad, they've gotten a bad reputation since, but I've been long gone, so can't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, all the bad guys came after you left. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, uh, back to back to baseball. Oh, we should mention all the, the, the rule changes. Uh, that that uh, I think are going to be for the betterment of baseball and get yes. some people, uh, get some of the young kids uh, back to baseball. Three major changes: the pitch clock, and uh, what that means basically, Matt. If you're not familiar, is you have um, 
you have uh, basically uh, 15 seconds, and that's a combination of the pitcher and the batter. The pitcher, the pitcher has 15 seconds to throw the ball. He has 20 seconds to throw the ball if there's anybody on base. And along those lines, the batter has to be in the batter's box within eight seconds. Or uh, 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 it's a ball, it's a ball on the batter, or potentially it's a walk by the uh, by the or a ball, or depending on the issue, the, the walk a walk by the pitcher too. So now, a lot if, of the, things, if the batter screws up, is that a strike or how does yes. that work? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Be set. He has to be set within eight, uh, eight, uh, with eight seconds, uh, within eight seconds. Well, Harper's going to have to change his well. Free, I was just going to say that there's no more checking the batting gloves, and what, you're allowed to go out of the batter's box one time during your during your stay. But somebody like Harper is going to have to really get used to it. And it's it's been a it's been Harper a process. stepped out every swing. He would step out, mess with his glove, reach down, touch the ground. Yeah, that's going to be real interesting when he comes back because he's going to have to. Uh, um, Kind of uh, get get uh, get the timing get the timing because he can't do it. I don't, I don't and a lot of players like that. I don't know if it's a nervous tick. I don't know, but every play, you know, you check the gloves, you walk out of the batter's box. You can go out one time, but you have to be set within eight seconds. So unless you can fix your gloves within eight seconds, uh, you know, it's a it's a potential strike. So that's a big that's a big change in baseball. There's no uh, they got rid of the shift. So uh, when you're playing defense in the infield, you have to have one uh, one person between second and third, and one person between first and second. You can't move, you can't shift or move to one side or to the other side in the infield. Interestingly, I'm, I was just hearing in the last few days of preseason, you can't shift the infield. So some teams are trying to shift the outfield. They're moving, they're moving everybody to the right, right. To in the outfield, which is at this point at least allowed. So you know, it's the old story: hit them where hit them where they ain't. I guess. I think it'll example. make for more interesting play. It will be. And, you know, and the, will... the 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 infield will have to lay it out and commit their bodies more often. Yeah, and what it will help players, and I'll say Schwarber being one because they used to always shift because he was only hitting to one side. Well, can't shift anymore. So I right. think uh, I think Schwarber is going to have a bigger, uh, a better batting average. I think his batting average is. Was only like 210 or something like that last year. And now he hit a lot of home runs, 40, 40 plus, whatever it was. Uh, I can see him hitting maybe not quite 250, but I think that will get him up into the 230s and 240s simply because of the shift. So that's going to be big. Uh, that's going to be big for baseball and big for. And, and the whole idea is speed up the game and more offense. I think that's what you're going to see. And then finally, the bases uh, that used to be 15 inches are now 18 inches. So you have three inches uh, uh, between, or I should say six inches total, between first and second shorter. Right. That's going to help uh, somebody fast like Trey Turner. Uh, I could see Trey Turner, uh, I think he had hit about, a, he maybe in his peak had, and this is going back a few years, 40 stolen bases. I can see him having 40 to at least 40, 45 stolen bases. Yeah, because that's that, that inches. three inches on a close call makes a lot of difference. It makes a big difference. So I think that's an, that's something else that you're going to see. And that uh, some of these are going to, I think, help the Phillies. And I'll say Schwarber and Turner in particular. Of course, it's going to help some other teams too. But mm -hmm. what it will do is uh, uh, um, uh, add a little bit more offense. And if, if the uh, preseason is any indication, the games have gone from over three hours to uh, between two uh, 2.30 and 2.40. So it's cutting about 20 minutes off of every game. So these folks that. Uh, yeah, but a lot of the biggest complaint about light baseball viewers, my wife, she likes yep. baseball, but she yep. doesn't want to watch it all the time. And she says, 
nothing's happening for 90% of the game, you know? Right. So, my, but, my wife's the same way. She's I, I can't believe I'm, we're going to sit here and watch another, you know, three, three hour plus ball game. Well, I think they're going to be two and a half. Uh, I'll say the average, maybe two thirty, two forty this year. And that's uh, for most people, that's acceptable. Once you get into that three, three hours plus now, if you have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, 10 or 15 runs scored and the, Pictures are coming in and out. It's still, yeah. it still drags it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking average. I think the average yeah. will be something like 240, which is pretty good. I yeah. think. I wish for the, for the pitch, I think it would just be a flat time. 20 seconds. That's it. Right. It's, you know, 15 seconds, 20 when somebody's on base. Now the pitcher has to think too much about something other than pitching. <laughs> right. 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 Just oh, 20 and, seconds, and, put him in a rhythm, you know, Another another change you can only pick off you can only throw the throw the pickoff two times the third time if you don't uh, if you don't uh, nail the guy he he, he gets second base so uh, that you also can't throw over there twelve times like some folks used to do in the past so again all to speed up the game so you well you get one shot you where two, you don't uh, have to pick him off you get two shots you get two right. shots at, uh, and the third time either you pick him off or he gets second base wow yep. Jeez, so that, that's going didn't to know about that one. No, there's a lot of a lot of changes, but I think most of them are most of them are positive. You know, you had your your purest baseball uh, fans saying, "Yeah, they shouldn't cut any time off the game. You know, let it let it just materialize the way it always does." That's mm -hmm. fine, but today's uh, and I'll say more the kids. They're not going to sit there for three hours or three and a half yeah. hours and watch a baseball game. My uncle Charlie gonna... would be happy with the old ways. You yeah, know. and a lot of a lot of people would be too, and I, that, yeah. I'm okay with that. But you know. We're in a we're in a like fast you know everything's fast these days. the kids like you know yeah. they like quick stuff they like soccer they like the ball always moving baseball for some people is boring but what what you do is you know if you don't want to sit for three and a half hours maybe you sit for two and a half hours you might might you know it, it does the, the game will be faster there's no question about it yeah the game will be faster yep it's like well they abbreviated cricket. So they can, okay. they can shorten baseball a little bit, I guess. And they've always, I mean, if you think about it, they've always made changes. Look at the, look at the way football has changed over the years before you used yeah. to be able to be all, you know, and you know, the Eagles being an example, used to be uh, the cornerbacks and safety used to be all over everybody. Now, <laughs> yeah. as soon as you touch somebody, you get a flag. That's, a, like that's a change over Frank the years. Frank Gifford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's all changed over the years too. So again, just for you know, for more offense. So football's evolved, and now baseball this year has, has made some made some quick changes. But I think most of them for the better. Yeah. Okay. Well, along with injuries, we had some trades. We did have some trades. This I'm year. sure we had good and bad. Did we do anything yeah. really stupid? No, I think for the most part, the Phillies did a did a good job. They lost Gene Segura, uh, the uh, the shortstop to the Marlins. However, they picked up Trey Turner. So I mean that that was a you know, I, and I like Segura. You know, I thought he was a, a good a good ball player. But uh, that's a net positive, uh, probably a big net positive. Uh, everybody's looking forward to seeing Turner uh, Turner play. I mean, uh, uh, you know, he's he's in most cases top a top five uh, uh, player. Uh, Current uh, current MLB player. Uh, we lost David David Robertson to the Mets, but we have a pretty good uh, upcoming pitching staff. Although we, we talked about some uh, uh, some uh, injuries. I mean, uh, you know, if, if Painter, who's the 19 year old kid, can get uh, get it together over the next six months or so, that's a net positive. Uh, Zach Eflin, who was a pretty good pretty good pitcher, went to Tampa Bay. But our uh, overall, you know, injuries aside, 
we have a pretty strong pitching staff and a, a much better bullpen than we did last year. The, the issue is uh, uh, the other teams have beefed up too. Uh, we talked about a little bit about the, the Mets, uh, uh, the Braves. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the teams that, well, the, the, the Astros who we play, uh, lost to last year are still probably the best team in baseball. Uh, so, you need, I mean, you need breaks. You need no injuries. You need a few uh, uh, hits, hits here or there, and you need things to break your way. Uh, the main main issues in our own division are the Mets and the Braves. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's going to be any order one, two, three. Phillies, Mets, Braves. Any any possible variation of that? I don't know. I mean, like I said, it, a lot of it's going to depend on uh, on injuries and and the way things break. What's also interesting about baseball this year for the first time is everybody plays everybody, National League and American League. Everybody everybody will see everybody this year, which is the first time ever in baseball. So um, they won't play quite as many games again in their own division because they're playing every other division, including the American League, a few times a year. So you think well, that's I a good can, thing. Um, Does it water I, down the league concept? Honestly, I'm not. I'm not big on that concept. I think the idea is to let uh, let uh, fans see everybody in baseball at least once. If you have, you know, if you have season tickets, you will see everybody. Like, you know, uh, uh, I'm not sure if they'll play home or away, but. Uh, Philly will play uh, the Angels and Trout and Otani uh, this year. And they, uh, I don't want to say they've never played them before, but they didn't play them every year, that's for sure. Uh, so now, I mean, overall, I would rather stick to National League. But I think, again, they're all they're trying to do everything they can to, uh, to get uh, folks more interested in the game. And uh, everybody gets to see everybody this year, which is why they're playing the, uh, the Yankees early on. You know, they're playing at the, the second series against the Yankees. So, um, you know, I'm not big on it, but we'll see. I mean, it's the first time they've ever done it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think that, that, that has trades. We didn't have that many trades. Uh, the, the big issue now, uh, as I mentioned before, is what are we going to do on first base? Will, um, will Hall be good enough to maintain for the year? Honestly, I have my doubts. I think something's going to happen there. If not immediately, then, uh, then uh, uh, and I hope I hope I'm wrong. Listen, I hope Paul is as good as yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> it'd be great if he just came in and did it. You know, I have my doubts. There's a guy out there by the name of Luke Voigt. Watch that name. He is uh, a, a pretty good ball player, first baseman uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, he's having contract uh, issues. Uh, they actually, last I heard, as of a couple of days ago, did not give him a contract. He's in the minors, and he probably did. He probably should be a major league player. So watch him. I'm thinking the Phillies probably have their eye on him and maybe, maybe try to pull a last minute, uh, a mess, uh, last minute. Uh, that would be uh, wild. Voight. Yeah. Voight, you so said? Watch him. Voight. Yeah. V O I T. Watch his name because I Voight. think he okay. very well could, uh, could land on first base for the Phillies. That's my, uh, that's just my guess. Um, what else do we have to say? Uh, predictions for the year. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. I mean, I, I was more optimistic before Hoskins got hurt, honestly. But uh, I'm going to say they won. They won. Uh, what they win last year? 80, 87 games, I think it was. I'm going to say 90, and I'm that. That's a stretch at this point. Um, really? Yeah. Um, you know, the the Mets and the Braves. That you don't you don't have to win the division necessarily. You see what they did last year? They were a wild card. I think that very well might happen again. Uh, yeah. And again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they, I hope they win 100 games and win the division. But I have to take a guess. I'm going to go with 90 and uh, 90 and 72. Who do, who do you think are the 
the teams that we most now that we're playing everybody, mm -hmm. who are the killers out there? Well, I think the Astros are still the uh, still the team to beat. Um, if I had to if I had to say right now, and again, things break as they did last year, right of ways. Uh, uh, the Phillies are about the eighth best team in baseball. Uh, and that's mainly, you know, and again, I I'll downgrade them a little bit until we see what Hoskins, uh, the Hoskins replacement does. But I think that the main the main teams to watch out for the Astros, just as last year, in as I mentioned in the division, the Mets and the Braves. Of course, the uh, the, the the other teams that spend a lot of money, the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, and um, I'd watch out for the Padres, possibly Toronto. And I, I think that's your that's your. Uh, uh, teams to watch and the main obviously because they're in the division the Mets and the Braves okay uh speaking of the Braves um I made a deal with another podcast it's called the Braves dugout okay and around around the all-star break I said the three of us will get together he and I will create a a podcast for ourselves simultaneously you'll be you'll be the pivot man That'd be great. I look and, uh, what's that? I said, I would look forward to that. It'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I told him, I said, I said, I'm not the baseball guy. I said, but I have a baseball guy. <laughs> I said, we can, we can, we can do something. He said, that'd be great. And, you know, in the interest of objectivity and fair play, I think we can forgive him for being a Braves fan. That's okay. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to understand. Maybe he was dropped on his head as a kid. I don't know. You don't know <laughs> well, these things. Honestly, they have a good team. If I'm, if I recall, I think they uh, talk about injuries. I believe they lost their. Uh, was it the Braves? I believe they lost their starting shortstop a few weeks ago. So they're scuffling. Oh, on, okay. uh, a couple of weeks back. So just like, as the Phillies are shuffling on first base, I think you're going to have to do some yeah. uh, some stuff on at, at shortstop. So shortstop's a speed position. Yeah, everybody's got the, everybody's got their issues uh, right now, uh, and uh, you know it's a uh, it's a. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint, I guess. So it's a lot of it's going to depend on the injuries going forward. I think the Phillies have to stay until Harper returns. Just stay around 500. I mean, I, I don't I don't think they have to be much more than that. Hang in there. Stay within range of the Mets and the Braves. Don't fall too far behind and uh, depend more a little bit more on the, uh, the bullpen until the the uh, starting uh, starting five gets lined up again. Uh because they, um, you know, I don't know. Do we even talk about the starters? Uh, no one. Uh, well, we should talk quickly about the, the, the five five starters. You have Aaron Nola, and I don't know if you've been keeping up with that. His contact, uh, his contract negotiations broke off a couple of days ago. So I heard. Yeah. I don't know if it. I don't know if it was a mutual thing, but there will be no contract talks with Nola until the end of the year. Now. Good or good and bad. He's pitching right now for a contract for the whole year. Whether now the question is whether that's with the Phillies or with somebody else, because he's not. He's can not can he to, can he roll at any time now if he wants to? He he's tied into this year. Oh, okay. Tied, tied into this year. This is the last year of his contract. They were hoping to get an extension uh, uh, early on, so he would pitch for the Phillies for another whatever two, three, five years. That's not happening. So uh, could, this could break anyway. Either he has a great year, he's on the open market, and he gets big bucks, and the Phillies can certainly try to match that if yeah, possible. They can or, develop an attitude. Or he doesn't have a good year, and he's he, he was betting on himself and loses. God forbid the worst thing is an injury this year. No contract. He gets paid for the year, 
You don't get paid for anything else. So he was looking for a, a three or five year. I think he was looking for a, a, maybe a five year contract, six year contract. The Phillies are stuck on maybe three. And of course, the money's always in question. Uh, uh, the, these these pitchers now are getting 40, 50 million a year. Uh, as an example, Wheeler, uh, Wheeler signed his contract what was it, a couple of years ago. He's about 35 million a year. Yeah. Uh, but believe it or not, Matt, that's low. <laughs> he's ah, crazy. He's a bargain at 35 million. The problem is, I think Noah wants, when I say Noah, his agent, whoever, wants to be up in that 50 million range per year. Yeah. But you've got, you've got Wheeler here. Granted, he signed it a few years ago at 35 million. Personally, I think Wheeler is a better pitcher. So, I mean, it, psychologically, you're going to pay Noah 50 million and Wheeler's at 35. How does it, how does that work in the dugout? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. All yeah. That. Yeah, you know, what, what's it? What's the? Uh, is there any chatter as to the Phillies' position, or are they just waiting them out? That, you know, I think if I had to take a guess, uh, they they couldn't come to terms mainly because my my guess is that Noah's folks wanted a longer deal, a five 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 year deal, say maybe six, but I'll say five. The Phillies are probably stuck at uh, don't want to do more than three. And again, it's the injury factor and everything else in, in, in the consideration. Plus, my guess is that the Phillies are looking at about $35 million a year. NOLA's folks are looking at about $50 million a year. So you've got you've got an annual difference of, what, $15 million, And then yeah. a year-to-year issue between three years, maybe three years and five years. So they seem to be, I mean, I they must be far apart or they would have nailed yeah. something there. It would be great if they, if they had the two positions that could be molded into each other, but Right. right now, they just walk away from each other. Right. So, so that you know, that's uh, it's a that's a gamble on both sides. The Phillies might lose him to somebody else, or he may lose if he doesn't have a good year. Now, positive, he's going to be pitching his ass off this year, I think, because whether it's for whether it's for the Phillies or whether it's for his next contract, he's going to he's going to you know he, he should have a good year. So, if there's any positive, that would be it. You've got yeah. Wheeler. You Wheeler, obviously, I'm not concerned about him at all. Uh, they have a new pitcher by the name of Tawan Walker from the Mets, who did not have a good preseason, although he did he pitched well today. So I'll give I'll at least say uh, you know he's he's ending the preseason in good uh, good stead. Um, and then I mentioned uh, Ranger uh, Ranger Suarez, who uh, is uh, tweaked a little bit, so he's going to miss probably his first two starts. So you're going to have to plug and play uh, uh, with um, with some uh, uh, starters. They have a uh, I'll say a six starter by the name of Matt Strom, who will pro- probably pitch until uh, until Suarez is able to come back, and then maybe go to the bullpen. And then they have Bailey Falter, who uh, is the I'll say the fifth starter, who's kind of supplementing where Painter would have been had he not been hurt. So again, there's a lot yeah. of plug and play going on there. But uh, it's going to be an interesting year if they can maintain that that hardest working team reputation. It's going to serve them well. I mean, uh, it'll be great to see them be at seven fifty by the All Star break. But right. you know, they, see, they they still seem to have a good rapport. Uh, uh, I'd say the leader in the clubhouse is probably Schwarber now. Unfortunately, Hoskins was one of those leaders, and I, and it remains to be seen uh, you know, how much he'll be missed and whether he even can. I don't know. I mean, he's he's going to have surgery. Obviously, he's going to be rehabbing for a few months. Uh, whether he can even come back and at least uh, be in the dugout uh, for the second half of the year. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how his, his rehab's going. Uh, but 
Um, you know, that's really unfortunate. They lost uh, not only a darn good player, but one of their leaders for the year. Okay. So as a as a recap, we're going to watch out for the the Braves, the Astros, and Mets. Mets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that you know the Astros. Of course, the Astros are the uh, leader in the uh, clubhouse in the American League, but. Phillies have to worry about the Mets and the Braves in their own division because yeah. I, I mean, honestly, you know, any any one of those three can win the division, and any one of those three can be in or out of the playoffs, depending on how much they beat the heck out of each other. Now, on the, yeah. like I said, they're not meeting each other quite as much because they're playing everybody else uh, in the American League. Also, who'd have thunk ten years ago we'd be worried about the Mets ever again? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> well, they spend, you know, they. That uh, billionaire up there is spending, you know, everything he can to to keep in the uh, keep it in the in the race, so to speak. Uh, but uh, as I mentioned, the uh, the, the, the Phillies uh, pitchers, uh, it's going to be plug and play for a while. They do have a real strong, I think, uh, and they they haven't had in the past a real strong uh, group of relief pitchers. They mm-hmm. spent some money on uh, on bringing uh, uh, Craig Kimbrell in. Uh, uh, of course, they have some of the uh, Folks from last year, Alvarado and Dominguez, and they're a pretty strong relief uh, relief, uh, and I think they're going to be leaned upon, especially early on, until the uh, the starters can make it right back again. Okay. Well, that's killer. I I, I feel pretty good now. I, I yeah. And, I mean, I'm. I, I have a good, you know, you I never know. Uh, no, I have a good, I have a good feeling. I mean, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer. I mean, I, you know, Hoskins uh, did it did hurt quite a bit, so that remains to be seen a little bit. But I still think they can win eighty-eight to ninety games and make it uh, at least in the, um, you know, in the in the wild card again, like they did last year. And then, yeah. you know, as you as you saw last year, get some pretty card, good. Uh, anything try to, try to get some pretty good leadership in the clubhouse and see yep. see if. See if a new team develops. See if, get, see if a in, new a new gravity, a center of gravity is created. You just know? get into playoffs and, and let the chips fall where they may, just like, as they did last year. As I mentioned, they they definitely lost to the better team, but they were uh, they were awesome, awesome all year. Hopefully we can yeah. have that same fun this year. Yeah. Well, with a few minutes we have left, it wouldn't be the P4B if we didn't sneak in a little bit of politics somewhere. <laughs> there's some there's some stuff I wanna I wanna Pick your brain about just a couple of things. Yeah. Um, I asked Patricia the other day, we just, we were, we were talking about Ukraine and just as part of the, the whole thing, I said, do you, do you see Putin accepting a loss or even a tie in the Ukraine? And we kicked it around a little bit. I, I don't think he's got it in him, but as of the last couple of days, we have, Tactical nukes in Belarus and uh, conventional nukes being put on standby. Right. I think we got a number ten lunatic. Oh, I don't think Moscow. there's any. Question. I don't think there's any any question about it. The problem is we're on so many fronts right now. You know, you, you have uh, the Ukraine, you have Russia, you have uh, China, China just waiting, smacking their lips with Taiwan, and then you've got the other issue over there in the Middle East with uh, Iran and Syria and how many how many fronts can we fight at one time I don't think we can do more than one or two honestly but um you know it, it's uh it's 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 a scary scary time right now it really is it is it's crazy the other part of the conversation with with uh, Patricia and I I've, I've been talking about this a lot uh both 
in uh, newsletters and in uh, in videos and, and audio. She mentioned something I hadn't thought about in years, and that was the Balkans. Mm. Um, and my conversation with her, we hadn't quite gotten there yet. I said, we've created a planet, a whole planet that now represents pre-World War One Europe with all the alliances and potential alliances standing by almost, almost daring the other guy to cross some nebulous line. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one lunatic to yeah, shoot, for example, an insignificant royal in Central Europe mm-hmm. and like in 1914. And there are a few of them out there right now. There's no question about that. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking about the, uh, the what they call the raft, the, uh, the nest of tankers off of Portugal. It's where they bunker oil to ship it from Russia to China. I thought somebody could bomb that mm-hmm. or uh, 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 Peter Zahan says they could take out a tanker coming, coming past Finland and they'd have a world war. But those are pretty, not far-fetched, but they'd be hard to do. Right. And what Patricia was talking about was her specialty is the Balkans. Right now, she's advising NATO leaders on how to handle the Balkans. And she said there's people with long memories who were very young people during the war in the Balkans between the you know Kosovo and Serbia and Croatians are now in power. Mm. And those resentments still burn like they happened yesterday. So... Now I'm thinking if something happened there, that's Not right. That, I mean, that's right that, in the area where the misery is right now. And you never even, I mean, call me naive, but I'm, that's not even on my map, so to speak, right now. You know, I'm yeah. so tied up with, uh, you know, Ukraine and, and China and, uh, and yeah. North Korea and all that. You don't even hear about that, that part. Yeah, somebody, somebody decides to act on an old vendetta. Uh, say between the, the Serbians and the and the and the Kosovars, mm-hmm. and then Albania goes, oh no, hell no, you know, and they jump, and Greece is like, wow, we can't have this kind of destabilization, you right. know. Everything once once you have a situation like that, especially since we already have a hot war right in that region, mm-hmm. things can accelerate very rapidly, right. And and anybody is willing to test us right now. And I think we talked about this a little bit before, Matt. Ever since Afghanistan, ever since that debacle, it's like, well, this this maybe could be easy. Let's give it a try. Right. We screwed right. up. I mean, uh, not not that we shouldn't have gotten out. It's the way the way the way we got us. out. The the, yep. the imbecilic approach to the whole thing. Yep. And and Iran's failing their juices right now. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe they're the lunatics that are going to cause the problem. Yeah, and then, then where where do, where does it stop? You have the tit for tat thing. Oh, you know, you lobbed a bomb over, so so we're gonna we're gonna retaliate. Okay, then they're gonna come back and do something else. And then where does it end? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. It's it's tough. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And the other mm-hmm. the other thing was the the Trump versus DeSantis. Now we have got Trump doing the girly tweets again. Well, you know what? You know what, Matt? Listen, I'm a, I'm a conservative, as you know. I'm a Republican. I love Trump. 
I love DeSantis, but it's like it's like Batman versus you know Batman versus Superman, and Lex Luthor is in the back room saying uh, laughing at all this. Like, yes, yeah, and this is awesome. Yeah, and it's you know it's, it's got to stop. Trump has to stop, and I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna play sides right now because I like both of the guys, but uh, this tip, this little you know the de- sanctimonious stuff and all it's it's yeah. these guys that's and I know it's Trump's ego getting in the way. At some point, get together, choose side, you know, choose one or the I don't care who it is. I just want somebody to win. That's what it comes down to. And maybe yeah. it's not either one of these two. I don't know. It's too early right yeah. now. I, I always say the- Yeah, I always say with DeSantis, you get all the Trump with without the silly tweets. Right. He favors right. all the same policies. He has all the same policy ideas. Right. Or, and, or, or uh, does he or does he, Matt? I don't know. I'm hearing some, you know, kind of uh, armor breaks, breaks in the or whatever to call it breaks in the armor right now where he's more of a um, I don't want to say a rhino, but a little bit more in that centrist side. Than well, he's he's see. not a uh, he's not a, you know, punch in the face kind of guy. Right. Um, and that's and, OK. I had, no, I had no problem with that. But uh, like his his. Uh, his take on uh, on Ukraine is that the right way to go? I, I don't know. I mean, I listen. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Nobody does. But I was I was listening to uh, afternoon afternoon on 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 Sirius, uh, Megyn Kelly, mm-hmm. um, and she was saying, "Oh, you know, DeSantis is great, but he doesn't have that wow factor like Trump." I'm thinking Trump didn't have wow factor. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like that when he was president, the, the smartest thing he did was get out of the way. Right. That was the biggest challenge he faced, and he handled it great. Get out of the way. But the thing that the public reacts to, the thing that Megyn Kelly was plugging into, was that immature Instagram shock you, make you go, oh, wow, that, did you hear what he said? Right, you know, right. Uh it serves you well if 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 you if you have a, a valid point. You know, Ron de Sanctimonious is not a valid point. That makes you sound dumb. Right. You know? It's gonna be hard to win over the middle if, if they have a rerun of right. 16. And you know, there's plenty of time in the debates or whatever to beat each other up. It's too it's to me, there's no need for that right now. And listen, I'll 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 push the bow for anybody that I think can win. I don't care who it is. And maybe it's neither one of these two. I mean, sometimes somebody comes out of the woodwork. I'll tell you what, this, this vivid guy. Viv- Arshwami, like, oh every, man, I love that guy. He's every great. time he talks, I'm saying, man, he makes a lot of sense. Now, is he ever going to have enough uh, strength to win it all? Probably not, but I can see him as a. Well, some people Catholic, said he may be a, uh, he may be Catholic. a crusader candidate. Arshwami. He could be, or he could be a, a future cabinet member, or even a VP candidate. Who knows? Uh, I mean, the Republicans have some good people out there, but is anybody ready yet? I don't know. I, I don't know if DeSantis is ready. Well, my my great state or my great Commonwealth of Virginia has Glenn Youngkin. He's an up and comer. Is he ready yeah. right now? No, I want him to fix Virginia first. He's got enough. He's got enough uh, work to deal with. He's got, he's got a lot to do right now. Yeah, he's got a lot to do. Plates full. Democrats screwed this state up over many years, but uh, you know you have um, uh, a lot of decent candidates. I like uh, I like uh, uh, Scott from South Carolina. I I think Nikki Haley's a strong candidate. 
So, I mean, there are some good ones out there. It's a matter of putting the two together, you know, in, in what order president, vice, yeah. you know, Trump, obviously he's your presidential candidate or he's not, not on the board at all. Others yeah. can buy for president, VP, candidate, uh, cabinet positions, whatever. We have a, a strong, a strong uh, bench, so to speak, but I don't know if anybody's ready yet. I, it's, I just don't know. No, and, and that's, that's, that's the value of the primary to find out. Mm-hmm. And right now, You'll probably see it. My editorial support will go behind DeSantis and Arashwami. But that nobody should underestimate that. If it be- comes down to something between Trump and Biden or Trump and 99% of what the Democrats would throw forward, I'm definitely going to be voting for Trump. I'm, I mean, I'm right. not going to make any secret about that. Right. I'm going to I'm going to throw a ring around at you and I hope to God it doesn't happen. Um Watch Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Yep. Watch watch it. I'm just going to say watch there's, it. Now, there's the Instagram great, factor I'm talking she's about. She's got a great she's got a great life. Well, she even well, she even won it. I don't know, but my guess is that um, if there's some falling out of whether it's Biden or Kamala Harris or whatever, what watch her name because I think and that it's crazy, but I think she's the only one that could be anybody right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you just go with shallow popularity, she walks in with a massive lead. Yep. You know, yep. be, that would be very, a very tough beat. Yep. Um, but she can be drawn out. She shows the occasional lack of appreciation and anger issue. Oh, many so, times. Yeah, so, you know, you get under her skin in a debate. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You might be able to feel a little bit that away. That's true. But, uh, you know, I listen, I hope I'm wrong, but watch that name. Other than that, I don't, I mean, if it's an honest election and then, you know, we could talk about that in another, for another hour. Uh, yeah. Biden should not be reelected. No, no, I, I, I think it's elderly abuse to put him up again. Yep. Uh, I don't think, I don't think he's in charge. I don't think he runs a blessed thing. I'm not sure he understands the speeches he sent out to give. Right. Yeah. Uh, pretty frightening. He even screwed up. I don't know if you saw he even screwed up today. I mean, he, he, at this point, he can't even read a teleprompter. It's not I mean, he, it's he's not capable of any of that at this point. It's a shame. No. I feel bad for the guy, but the guy's, you know, in the meantime, screwing us all up. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Another kick ass hour. All right, Matt. Enjoy I'll have uh, I'll have the brave dugout. Pencil us in for. I'll try to get it just before the the, uh, the All Star break, and hopefully we're uh, we're right on uh, right on par with the uh, the Braves at the Braves and the Mets at that time, so we can talk uh, talk some trash. Uh, we're we're going to sweep them. I checked with my palm reader today. We're we're going <laughs> to sweep the the first six games so that so that this discussion goes in the can perfectly <laughs> with without any need to to update or edit. All right, buddy. All right, you Matt. be good. Hey to everybody. And, uh, and go Phils. Yeah. See you later. Go Phils. All right, yeah. buddy. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, and share the P4B. You don't want to miss a thing. Send inquiries to Productions at gmail.com.